On this week's episode of the Horribly Awkward Podcast, we talk about the Game of Thrones musical. We also talk about uh, Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis is cool. And we bring up, we bring up Barney the Dinosaur. And we also bring up substance abuse. (laughs) (laughs) We totally did. And we talk about a lot of other stuff, a lot of cool stuff. Everyone, enjoy this episode. Casey, you are awesome. You are awesome. Hey, this is Maggie Carr from Maggie vs. Evil Dead. You can look it up on YouTube. And God have mercy on your soul because you're about to listen to Sean on Horribly Awkward Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sissy Jones from Firewatch. I'm Delilah. I hate to tell you guys, but the rumors are not true. Sean is not horribly awkward. You've all been terribly misled. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And soon as Psycho Head, Rob Zombie's new movie, soon to be released, 31. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. Keep tuning in. Follow me. Hey, this is Dragonfly from Pure Gasmic Love. And you are listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's time to get awkward. Horribly awkward improv action. Awesome. Um, hello, Sean. Uh, thank you so much for interviewing for my assistant position today. I appreciate you coming in. Yeah, I'm here. I'm super nervous, though. You're nervous. What makes you What makes you nervous? Well, I, first off, I really need a job. So I'm like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm I'm on time. I'm early. I I'm really I really I really your hair looks very nice. Oh, thank you. That's actually one of the the job requirements is you have to compliment me at least three times a day. Oh, and your shoes. Wow, you got the brand new Jordans. Those are freaking nice. Thank you so much. I'm really great. You are. And your nails. Your nails are great, too. That You can pay attention to detail. Perfect. You will definitely be trainable. Um, So what made you want to get into uh, Hollywood? Well, I've always had a thing for watching film, so I figure... I would love to be behind the scenes, and and wow, you have really nice pants on. Great, thank you. That was four compliments, though, so we're gonna need to scale back a little bit. I said three. Oh, sorry. Um, cool. How good are you at picking up uh, dog poop from various places? Oh, I'm I'm dog poop. That's my thing. Poop is definitely my thing. I'm I love to pick it up. I, I don't even need. I'll just use my bare hands. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, I will note that because we will save plenty of money on gloves and bags. That's great. Um, also, what's your what is your background? What are you into? Your hobbies and such. Well, I am a professional skateboarder. Oh. Yeah, I do skateboard tricks. I can do an ollie. I can do up and downstairs, which is pretty cool. Great, great. And also, I like to help people, and I like to follow them around and do whatever they want, buy them pizzas with my own money. Cool, that's awesome. What do you, what would you say is the uh, the most exciting or stressful uh, experience you've had with with trying to get someone something that they need in order to help them? Well, there's this one time. Back when I was just a wee kid, I was trying to help my mom out. She had to get to the hospital. This is a long story. I'll shorten it up. But I had like $3 of 
money. I had three dollars in my bank account. This is back when I didn't have very much money, mm. and uh, I needed to get her to the hospital. She was sick, so I, I went. I I ran out of gas, and some really strong women came and pushed my car for me. Which, I, I, thinking back about it, thinking back, I, I should have actually helped them, but they they were much stronger than me, so I let them do it. They pushed it to the gas station, and I got gas, and it was very stressful. I got gray hairs. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's great that you have that experience because we only have $3 a day budgeted for your gas allowance. Oh, okay, um, cool. It's good to know that you can make that that stretch. Well, I, I am riding a skateboard, so I don't even need gas. I can just use that to buy a, uh, I, I can buy some tacos. Oh, great. Yeah. How many tacos can you get for $3? I can probably get three. I think that, well, no tax now. California tax. Jeez, I can get, only get two and just have some change left over. That's great. What will you do with the change? Why are you asking so many questions? Because this is an interview. I, I need to know I need to know about your life. I need to know about your, your personal life, of course, because the job entails uh, you being very familiar with me. You'll have my credit card information. You'll have all of my history of health. You'll have all of my uh, belongings are now your responsibility. Um, if somebody breaks into my house and steals things, that's on you. So I just want to make sure that I can trust you. You know what I mean? Of course you can trust me. Look at me. I'm a skateboarder. You can always trust skateboarders. That's true. That's true. Well, do I have the job? You know, it, it's funny. I, I knew the second that uh, you you walked in the door that, that you were going to be my assistant. And I hope you feel privileged. I do feel privileged. Yeah, so I have the job. I can call my mom and tell her that she doesn't yes. have to pay my rent? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can pay your rent now. Um, I don't know what your price is, but we have a budget of $5 a day for your rent. So you will be living large, my friend. And you one day might be running this studio. $5 a day, though. That's not it's a good. lot of money. It's good money. It's more than I made when I was an assistant. You just wait, you pre you persevere, you stick to it, and one day, you will make your own movie. You're, yeah. you're, you're using me, you are using me. I'm here to help you, I wanna help you. You seem like a really good lady, and I don't know, I feel like you're abusing, you're abusing the privilege of having me as a, I don't wanna do this, no, I'm out, I'm out. You're out, you're out, okay. Yeah, I'm out. Um, well, it was really great to meet you. Yeah, I got a phone call. Oh, hold on a second, I got a phone call. Yeah, yeah, I'm at this interview. Oh, uh, yeah. Can we security? Yeah, I was at this interview. Uh, hey, hey, hold on, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. Please, escort him out. Sir? Yeah, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much, sir. I gotta go. I gotta go. I'm playing back. Stop, stop sir, pushing please. me. Get out. Okay, next. Casey, your 430 has arrived. <laughs> and scene. <Yay! laughs> Hey, Norma, give us a horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. 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 Don't think that it's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Welcome to episode 82 of Horribly Awkward. Stick around after the podcast to see what crazy story Casey told to kick off that improv skit. You don't want to miss it. 
My name is Sean, and I really have nothing clever to say about that. It's pretty straightforward this week. Thanks for downloading and listening. I do appreciate it. If you like what you hear, I want you to sing that shit out loud and proud in your nearest Starbucks, because there is a small chance that everyone is going to know the words and dance moves somehow, because that's how it works in the movies, and you guys can sing a horribly awkward song like right now. Action. Go for it. Word of mouth is a beautiful thing, so use what your mama gave you. And I'm not talking about your booty. I got a, I got a voicemail number, so go ahead and tell me some stuff, and I'll play it if you want. Or send me a story, and maybe I can use that as a base for an improv skit. That would be fun. As always, you can find that number down below in the description. So don't stop doing what you're doing. Just look later. It's there. It doesn't disappear. I mean, it will disappear eventually when technology is wiped out and Earth becomes Earth again. But yeah, until then, it'll be there in the description, connected to the interweb somewhere. You can reach out to me the old-fashioned way at horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. On today's show, this is going to be super fun. My guest has an amazing origin story, which I heard on the Everything is Awesome pod, so big shout out to Kev. (laughs) What I can tell you is that that big, dumb, but lovable purple dinosaur, Barney, is kind of a part of it. (laughs) I will tell you she has an amazing voice, and she plays in the Game of Thrones musical, which sounds... I hope the story is not as confusing as the HBO show, because I am far lost on that show. Um, She's an actress, correct? Yes. Producer, correct? Yes. Host yeah. of Screen Rant. Correct. And a filmmaker. Correct. Correct. All, so many things. All I've got on my <laughs> all I've got on my resume is assistant and podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> and may possibly have a small, very small obsession with Zach Galifianakis. I don't know. I gotta figure this out. I really, really <laughs> need to know. At least that's what I got got from her uh screw loose cover video. Um <laughs> <laughs> I practiced this all day, so I didn't F it up. <laughs> Casey Spiv... Casey Spivey! Yeah! 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 Yay! You got it right. You're so good. I got it. I remember Spidey. Spidey. Spidey senses, yeah. <laughs> Casey, how you doing? I'm doing so good. How are you? Good. I heard you. Uh, I recently connected with with Kevin over there at the Everything Is Awesome Pod, and I was listening to a couple of his episodes, and you were on there, and I was like, "Wow, energetic!" <laughs> and, and just it, it was it was fun, you know, for him and me. Since we do guest driven podcasts, when you get a guest that's like energetic and loves to talk, and as much as you do, it's it's awesome. It's like all the pressure's off. You know, I don't have to keep the conversation going; it just moves. Yeah, I feel that for sure. Since I I. Um do hosting and stuff too, obviously. But uh, yeah, it's really hard when you're asking questions and trying to get people to talk and all they say is, uh-huh, yeah, nope. And you're like, please elaborate. But sometimes I feel like maybe I can elaborate a little too much. <laughs> That's the fun part. You got to you gotta be yourself. You got to just let, let it loose. A lot of people are <laughs> robots in the interview space and it's kind of like, Yes, uh, this is very nice having you on. When did you start becoming an actor? 
<laughs> and a robot. Yeah. And a robot. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the interview. I'm just not a big fan of interviews in general because I feel like it's it's not – it doesn't feel natural to me. Yeah. I mean um, a lot of it's set up with PR. People hire press – representatives and the PR people give the interviewer questions to ask them because they are plugging a specific thing or Mm -hmm. whatever. So it is very convoluted and unnatural by nature, but that's not how this happened. So there we go. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm like, let's just go. Like, yeah, let's do some improv. I'm going to act stupid and yell at you and get crazy. This is my time to have fun. Yeah. Interviews. interviews. Everything is awesome. Uh, exactly. Everything is awesome. I know. I don't even like saying his title, title of his podcast because all of a sudden I got the Lego movie just roaring circles in my head. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Which was a freaking awesome movie. When I saw the preview for that, I'm like, no, that looks ridiculous. I would never watch that. And my roommate at the time, he was going with his family. And he's like, come with us. I'm like, eh, like, fuck it. I'm not doing nothing right now. Let's go watch the Lego movie. And I was like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Because it's so self-aware and it's just it's, – they're just having a good time with what they've been given, you know? It's literally – somebody said, we need to make a movie based on toys. Let's start with Legos. And then two people came on board that were like, well, we're making a movie about Legos. Let's at least make it awesome. So uh, kudos to them. <laughs> and they have an amazing song that – if you hear it once, it's stuck in your head all freaking week. Yeah, you know all the lyrics immediately. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome movie. So so random. That bunk bed thing when he's building the bunk beds. and yeah. I, Oh, God. I, I was cracking up. I haven't seen the new one, though. Have you seen the new one? The Batman? No, yeah. I wanted to. But um, when I was driving by Warner Brothers a couple weeks ago, I noticed that the studio had changed all of its posters on the outside of its – for its shows and movies that are coming up to Lego renditions. So they reshot the promo posters with Legos. It was really funny. For other movies. Yeah, for other movies. Like Ellen was a Lego. It was oh, funny. That's yeah, awesome. I've been I've done I've been a I've done the the audience for Ellen like three times. Really? Yeah. What? My my mom my mom used to set that up. My mom and my aunt used to go and I used to just go along for the rides, like a free just go have fun day and, and it's it's a lot of fun, but I do feel a little awkward and like the only dude in there. <laughs> I bet you were the best dancer though. <laughs> no, hell no. I don't I just bob my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Fat Joe I song? Like, I don't dance. I just pull up my pants and do the uh, rock away. That's just me. I'm just. I'm just I would love to see if they have audience shots with you in the audience. That would be great. Oh, and then screenshot those. They do. Actually, I haven't been there in years. Back then, I was about a hundred pounds heavier, so I was a really big guy. It's easy to spot me. Perfect. Yeah, big. I always wore like a big white shirt. It was like striped. Like there's me. There you. There I am. Yeah, it was fun. To, it was fun and embarrassing because the next day you'd have to watch that episode. Like, there I am. Look at oh. look, look, Grandma on TV. Aww. I was on the Regis and Kelly show on my 18th birthday. As an audience member? Yeah, as an audience member. Of course, I'm not famous. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I watch. Your, I watch your screen rant vids. They look really good. Like you, you just look like someone who's famous. Like you have the look and the sound of someone who's famous. Thank you so much. I'm. Uh, Working on becoming Twitter famous, so if you could, you know, help me out by giving me a follow, that'd be awesome. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, I was in the audience, and uh, yeah, I I remember going and being like, "This is so awesome! I want to be Kelly." 
And uh, I haven't, no, that's not true. I've been in New York since, but I, that was when I resolved, you know what, I want to, I want to work in the, the space and uh, I move from an audience member to a person on camera, you know? Yeah, but uh, um, let me to go back to your Twitter thing. I'm sorry, I don't follow oh. people on Twitter. I like to keep my my I like to keep my follow count really low and my follower <laughs> count really high, so it makes me look important. <laughs> you know, you know, so I don't follow people, even people I know. Nah, you don't follow them. Nah. <laughs> you do like like oh, a following uh, Disney or one of the bigger things is like a waste of a follow. <laughs> I, I I never understood that why you know it's like everyone everyone wants this like I got a lot of followers but I don't want to follow nobody like what's the big deal about that like what are you scared of if somebody starts messing with you in your DMs just block them I mean <laughs> yeah dude I'd have to do that oh really I don't get those I, I want I want a stalker I want one so bad I don't get any any attention <laughs> listen I'll I'll create an account under an alias and I'll start being real weird and stalkerish to you. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you very now, much. Now when somebody does that, you're going to think it's me and you'll be like, Casey, you cut it out. <laughs> no, this, is, this is not Casey. This is, <laughs> this is anonymous. <laughs> uh, that's funny. And you won't report it. And then, you know. Uh, I'm, this is, this is gonna, I'm really excited about that. That's the most exciting thing that's happened to me all day. <laughs> I did just wake up, though, at uh, 2.30. 2 so <laughs> not a lot. Uh, I haven't had a, a lot of day yet. <laughs> yeah, not much has happened. So what exactly – you say that's not your like your space. So what exactly is your space? So the Screen Rant thing, which I, I've seen it before but I'm not really familiar with it. I watched a couple mm-hmm. of your videos recently, uh, like a Get Out video and there was a Logan yeah, video. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what, what exactly is that? I, I like it. Okay. So Screen Rant is a movie news website company that has been operating, I think for eight years, uh, I think. Um, and basically they started out just talking about movie news and it, it's not like, Oh, Kardashian is doing this. It's literally like, Oh my gosh, someone just posted a photo on, uh, get real Hawaii, um, Twitter of the new Avengers filming, look what's in the shot. Oh my gosh. These are the costumes that are appearing. It's like really nitty gritty nerd news, which is so fun to do because not a lot of people do that. Um, it's, it's taking movies and analyzing them and saying, Oh, look at all the, the different, um, hidden Easter eggs. And this is a nod to that movie and really dissecting movie making, which is awesome really, really fascinating to me. And so what I do, um, is I write articles and then I also will make videos on trending topics. So like the get out, um, article that you read, um, uh, I took basically the story that is hot topic and Mm -hmm. I turned it into a one minute video. Um, and so I, record, I write copy, I record myself, I edit it together and I throw it on top of the, um, of the article so that people can, um, be more engaged or if they don't want to really read the whole article, they can just get a quick one minute synopsis. Um, and so that's, that's what I do. Um, and yeah. So you're doing that. Are you you doing that at home? Yeah. 
Yeah. That's what you, so you, so the screen the screen uh the green screen that you have at your house and all that stuff. You're just doing all that yourself, the editing and, and green screen and all that. Mhm. Oh, that's I I love that. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. I really do. I I really like I love when people do things clever and interesting themselves rather than or just show up and do it. That's really awesome. I didn't know. I, I figured you were in a studio. It looked like it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what we want people to feel like because there's a bunch of us. There's there's more than just me. Um, so we wanted a really we wanted uh, a consistent feel and tone because we are all on the same team and and everything like that. Um, writers from Screen Rant are all over the country. Um, and all these different time zones, which helps make a more 24-7 type feel. Um, so maybe somebody's on the East Coast and wakes up way earlier than someone on the West Coast. Well, they might see something that's breaking that they can go cover. And, you know, it kind of keeps keeps us on top of what's happening now. And, yeah, it's cool. It sounds like a, that does sound like a lot of fun. Let's go back a little bit. Have you seen Get Out? Yes. What a great movie! I saw that. I, I was, I was. Oh my god! It, okay, I don't want to blow it for anybody, but there's yeah. the only way I could say it without spoiling it is the, the sink, the sinking feeling mm-hmm. was done really well. Like I really felt trapped and paralyzed. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> wow. Me too. It's funny because I saw. Get Out and Logan uh, right after each other, like night, Thursday night, Friday night. Um, oh, I did the same thing, but I did it on I did it on sa- Saturday and Sunday. And uh, yeah, and um, they were both movies I was really looking forward to. And I saw Get Out first, and then I saw Logan. And I, um, I when I saw Get Out, I'm not a horror fan really. Um, I'm really squeamish and. I have a hard time watching even medical shows because of the blood and all oh, I that. Can't, I can't do that. I cannot can't watch actual that. like organs. No, no, no. No, no, no. People, some people like it and can handle it. And I, I don't know what it is. I, I can't watch it. Not that I have anything against it. I just don't want to spend $19 to not watch half the movie. Um, so, oh, sorry. That's my. <laughs> unprofessional. Unprofessional. <laughs> I'm the least unprofessional person. I probably have. Let me mute mine just in case. <laughs> that was the Kim Possible yeah, ringtone, by the way. Um, anyways, so when I saw Get Out, I obviously, you know, was not really planning to watch most of it because I'm I'm usually watching horror movies through you know my hands over my eyes. Yeah. But I was able to watch the entire thing, every single frame. I was sucked in. I was with it. I was loving that it wasn't just a typical movie um, or a typical horror movie. It was symbolic. Everything about it was saying something else. And that's what I think movies should do, whether or not you agree with what they're saying or not. Like, in general, I think movies should be made with a purpose. And I just love that this movie did that and affected so many people well i heard a lot about it i didn't actually i watched one trailer and when i saw the trailer i didn't think much about it i'm like okay just a typical weird horror movie i'm i'll probably watch it later and then i start seeing the reviews come out had that perfect hundred score on rotten tomatoes for a long time 
Exactly. And um, so I was like, I think I need to see this. And when I went and saw Logan, I was there. I'm like, okay, I'm here. I'm going to buy a ticket for tomorrow because then I'll already it already pay, be paid for and I'll have to come back. Yeah. And that's that's the way I did it. And I went in. And I was same thing. I was just like a lot of movies. Like I, I can't focus. My brain just kind of drifts off, and I think about other things. When I watched Get Out, I just I was I was into it the whole time. I was into it, and I loved the way they kind of laid it out. A lot of most of it was obvious, purposely, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. So like you're like okay oh yeah yeah that's what I thought that was gonna be oh I get it yep I predicted that I predicted that and then you like there's this ending where it's like okay I couldn't have predicted that right, <laughs> right. not what I thought it not what I thought it was gonna be at all but I sh- now looking back I was like I should have known I should have known um, have you seen the the get out challenge on Twitter no what is that okay, you stand so there we- you sit in a on, in a chair and cry. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, like, is it like the mannequin challenge with tears? You should do that. That's what you should do. It. Um, it is a hashtag get out challenge and people are taking their cameras and, and um, holding it back and have somebody run at the camera like the, uh, yeah. the Browns person <laughs> and run off camera. And um, even one of the NBA basketball players did it. And as he was running onto the court, it was really funny. That's awesome. But not as awesome as my idea. So we're bringing back the mannequin challenge, which I actually do miss. I thought those videos were actually, it was a fun trend. Yeah. We're bringing that back. But all you have to do is sit in a like shrinks chair and you have to have a couple tears and and look paralyzed. And that's the new get out challenge. So hashtag the new get out challenge. (laughs) Yes. You start. You get to start it off. I'll do it right now. This is, is going to suck for audio, but guys, here we go. <laughs> Do you need me to clink something? Clink, clink. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have a metal. I don't think I have any. Yeah, I do. I got a coffee cup, but it's not right here. Else I'd run a spoon in it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we have to do that just for the show, but I, don't, I can't get up and run all the way to the kitchen. <laughs> it feels necessary right now. So back, back to Casey. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the screenwriting thing is really awesome. I, I like uh, I like it, and you fooled me. I really thought you were in a studio, like you were yeah. at you were in, in a um, perfect. Keep it on the DL though, because we want people to think that. Yeah. So, and we're back. Sorry, you guys. Right before we were going to talk about the behind the scenes stuff that Casey was going to tell us about, that I had to edit that stuff out because she wanted to keep it behind the curtain. So we're back. <laughs> we're totally back. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I, I, I'm really looking forward to your vids. And they're, they're short videos. It's not like you're like, I post a new vid. Oh, well, fuck. Let me put it. Let me put aside a half hour. No, it's like it's real small. And like that's our attention span. Yeah, exactly. Especially with, you know, what happened with Vine and stuff like that. It's Vine's. What is it? Whatever it's called. I'm not not hip on the new lingo, but Mike, gone, the six right? second videos, you, it's crazy You how much you can tell in so little time. And commercials have been doing that forever. Um, but everyone just now kind of caught on to, oh, you don't need an hour to talk about one thing. You I do. Minute. <laughs> I do. I can't do things short. I, uh, I, I've, I had a guest come on one time, uh, the band Goodnight Sunrise. And we got on, they had 30 minutes, and I'm like, oh, well, okay, well, we can't do improv. I don't have time for that. And it was a, ru- a rush, and I was like, I was like rushing to talk, and I was like, oh, I, I, I feel so stressed out right now. I mean, it was it was a cool conversation, but but I needed like an hour minimum to, to like, like run into it. Breathe. I think talking, I think podcast is way different. I think people like a longer form podcast, honestly. I do, because usually I'm listening when I'm in traffic or something. 
Yeah, you just want something to uh, pull you away from whatever you're doing, just kind of suck you out of that world. You're like, okay, I'm listening to this. Oh, maybe I should pay attention to my driving. Yeah, or laundry, <laughs> just folding clothes or whatever, doing random things. Yeah, I don't I, do a lot, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I listen to podcasts when I, when I, right when I start my shift at work, 8 p.m., <laughs> roughly, I'll, I start podcasts. I have my earbuds in and I listen to it all the way till 7 a.m. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. Everything is awesome, Kev. Everything is awesome. Yeah, big shout out to Kev. Oh, you know what? Let's do some shout outs. Yeah. Let's uh, let's sing a shout out song. You got the amazing vocals. This is the shout out song. Oh, yeah. Horribly awkward. Oh, well, you know it's time for shout outs, baby. Ooh, 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 ooh. So make a list of people you want to shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out now. This is the horribly awkward First off, obviously, shout out the fifth shout out. Kevin, awesome. Everything is awesome podcast. Everyone check him out. I'm actually going to record with him on his podcast this Saturday. So by the time you hear this, I don't know when he releases his episodes, but shortly after that, hopefully. Big shout out to Becky and Isabel from the Chat Your Pants podcast because they are awesome and say the funnest shit. I, I can't wait to actually go on their show and just do it again because they're they're so fun. You listened to that episode, right, Casey? Yes, the British. It's, it's, it's so fun. Like, I, why why do I got to sound so stupid in American? I don't know. Yeah. Why did we ever change that accent? <laughs> and, um, I, yeah, I can listen to them talk all day. So hopefully I'll be recording with them on Sunday, and that will be out next week as well. So after you hear this episode a couple days later, uh, everything's subject to change. You never know because stuff happens. And a big shout-out to – a big, big shout-out to – I I don't know. Uh, again, this sounds dumb, but I had another entire box of Red Vines last night. And actually got some fresh ones that were soft, and it was the best thing ever. And I'm never satisfied after I'm done eating those things. I just feel like shit, but I s- still eat them. No, they're only like 10 calories or something. Now I need a whole box. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> like the Costco can of them. <laughs> uh, the little, the little like ones you, the ones you get the movies where you peel them and you kind of pull out the box. So I think it's 500 <laughs> calories for that whole thing. But I just ate it one after another, and yeah. I, I, I loved it, and I didn't like it. So, mm, mm. yeah. And a big shout out to Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Casey, you're up. Great. Oh, shout outs? Yeah, shout outs. Oh, man. Oh, I should have been preparing. Uh, shout out to Game of Thrones musical. Um, should I tell my big announcement here or should I wait? Uh, you can, yep, it's up, it's up to you. Okay. Shout out to Game of Thrones Musical, which I am in, which will be at Comic-Con this year. What? So check it out at Comic-Con, July 20th, 21st, and 22nd. Um, Shout out to Screen Rant. Shout out to um, my uh, roommate's dog, Katie, who is sick right now, and I hope she gets better. The dog or or your roommate? My roommate. Okay. Now basically my dog. Um, 
Uh, and shout out to hot tamales because those are my candy of choice. Oh, I'm going to eat some hot tamales tonight. <laughs> yeah. I have to have them when I see, when I watch movies. Cause it's a, it's just a tradition that I had with my family. I don't know why we chose hot tamales, but every time I see a movie, I have to have hot tamales and they don't sell them in the theater. So I have to like, like ninja them into the theater. Yeah, I suppose you're not supposed to say that. Yeah, but if they don't sell them. Yeah, that's true. It's like, yeah, it's like I'm bringing in burgers and fries. You guys don't sell burgers and fries, so I'm bringing that's- it in. <laughs> that's true. I don't know. Maybe they'll kick me out of theaters now. Who knows? <laughs> I'm but they're the best when you watch movies. They are because you just eat them one at a time. They're spicy. They have a lot of flavor, and you can eat them slow. You don't have to worry about like just putting a mouthful of hot tamales. Yeah, dude, when I was in college in Oklahoma, there was a restaurant who served hot tamales in Coca-Cola. What? Like a Coca-Cola drink. It was like a Sonic, but it was a knockoff version. And they sold these large Coca-Colas with hot tamales at the bottom. Was that good? Yeah, it was delicious. You should try it. But then you're ended up, you you end up with like a, a bucket, a cup of ice and like gummies at the bottom so that's a little weird but yeah do they have flavor at that point they don't right no because it all dissolves off but yeah. you should try it it was, it was deli- delightful do you like the the newer like hot tamales like extra spicy or whatever they're called no i like mine classic and you know what last time i went they didn't have the classic kind they only had tropical i had that it's disgusting what the heck that's not a hot tamale <laughs> yeah that's gross uh, yeah, and like apple cinnamon, and I was like, I, I don't even know. I can't, I can't shop here. I can't come here again. I'm offended, and I left. Apple cinnamon, that could yeah. be okay, but that you know, hot tamales. You want, you want hot tamales for a reason, right? <laughs> Why on earth would you buy a tropical hot tamale? Man, yeah, I love. Uh, I really do love Sour Patch Kids. That's one of my favorites, yeah. and. I went to 7-Eleven a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I want some Sour Patch Kids like right now. Because when I'm driving around at work at night, I work outside, I'm cleaning parking lots. I'm just right. like, 7-Eleven, open. Yep, I want some candy. Right. I went and got tropical flavored uh, Sour Patch Kids. And they, they uh, <laughs> like, gross. oh God, it was so bad. I, I couldn't even identify any of the flavors. Dude, yeah, candy needs to pull it together. Just stay classic. Stay classic. Don't be adding flavors. Don't be changing the Skittles either. What the yeah, hell? Don't broke something that don't broke something that's funny. Don't fix something that's not broke. <laughs> I like the broke thing. I like don't broke something. <laughs> don't broke something. How about that? Okay. How about that? <laughs> From Texas, so my <laughs> my analogies are a little weird. <laughs> don't broke something. How about that? Yeah. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Catch me outside. You can do that. Catch me outside. That. <laughs> <laughs> that girl uh, is uh, is a internet star. Yeah, yeah. Watching her inter- Instagram grow a million followers a week is insane. But yeah, big shout out to her too, I guess. I mean, you know, have fun. <laughs> America! America! America. Like nobody, it's nobody in, in America following though. It's everybody from, uh, from other countries like, what is going on over there? You got... We got this catch me outside thing. We have Trump. We're like, what is going on over there? Awesome. I know. We're, we should have a reality show of what's America. going on in America for other countries. Yeah, everyone just go around and shoot it and just make one big reality show. Yeah, we'll just use our iPhones and just record ourselves all day going, 
well, hey, John, how was your weekend? And then getting into a massive argument about politics. That'll be the show. I'm down. Are you down to start this movement? <laughs> yes. All right, Casey, we're do- we are totally doing that. Okay, so let's get back to the podcast. Casey, you are awesome. Thank you. And uh, you 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 uh, have an amazing voice. I watched your the Crybaby cover, the um, Screw Loose. Yeah. So when I was watching it, I was because obviously you, had to, you sang it and then you you went back and you you lip sing over that. That's how music <laughs> videos work. So I, I was like, okay, is is this her actually singing? Because I wasn't sure. I was like, this is really really good. Uh, thank you. Especially that part where you're doing like just making the noises. <laughs> that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's just the, the way you're acting it out is really good. I want everybody to like go check that video out. Like if if you want to watch something interesting and it only take like three minutes of your time, go watch it. It's really really awesome. <laughs> Screw loose, Casey's five. That's all you have to type into YouTube. <laughs> yeah, can, can we play it right now? Yeah, Let, let's play it on the podcast. So we're gonna play. It. This is you introduce it. This is a cover of Screw Loose by yours truly. Screw loose That's what they say I've got Or maybe they say I'm not playing with a fool dick But hey What the heck can I do? Baby, I've got a screw loose for you Bonkers That's what they're calling me not metaphorically they mean truly insane but they can't hear the voice in my brain giving orders to keep loving you eccentric erratic toys in the belfry that's in the That's so awesome. So you can't tell from the, because the words don't say it, but the whole time you're like carving Zach Galifianakis in your arm and you got pictures on your wall. 
You, you know what you should have done is have all the little Zach Galifianakis's make a big Zach Galifianakis. You know how they did that thing? Oh, that would have been awesome. That would have been cool. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's, That's not easy, though. That's definitely yeah. not easy. That would have taken a lot of time and effort. So oh. for that video, was that was, was this your idea? Like, was the Zach Galifianakis your idea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, I um, was doing musicals and, and stuff, and uh, I didn't have anything – online of me singing and a lot of people when I audition go oh can you send over a little something um and I'm like uh yeah let me just record something really fast um so I used to sing this song uh in high school um as an audition song a lot because it mimics it mimics it it has the comedy thing with it while also being a really great vocal song yeah um and i feel like a lot of people don't do that in their auditions they don't try to make people laugh they try to really get a lot of attention and really feel the moment and i come in i'm like hey 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 did it did it did it here let me make you laugh and it works like a charm um but I, I was singing that and I go, oh, you know what would be funny is if I just did that as as an online video that I can use to kind of send out whenever people ask me for it. And then it just kind of got a bunch of views. And uh, I thought about tweeting or I don't know. I don't know what he does, but tweeting at Zach and being like, yo, but I feel like that's kind of nerdy. No, I- I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Sorry. I'm going to tweet at Zach and tell him to check it out. <laughs> the only thing is with the, with a lot of those big the big movie stars like they I don't I don't know I feel like a lot of them don't even check most of their stuff because they get added at all the time. Yeah, so. it's it's hard I think, but I think a lot of them have assistants that go through it and um, kind of do tweet on behalf of them and filter things. So maybe an assistant somewhere will see it and be like, Zach, look how funny this crazy girl is. It's not only funny, it's actually a really, well, it's just a good product. Like, you, when I watched it, I'm like, this is really good. That's why I had to ask you, like, is that you singing? Because that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I went and recorded it. Um, I used the my uh, sound person that I used on my short film. I just went over to his little studio and recorded it. I don't really think that my voice has changed that much. I don't think he fixed any I think he literally just recorded me singing it and then put it on top of a track that he played out and then um, I went and printed out a bunch of pictures and (laughs) yeah and just shot in my bedroom so I I love it I love obsession just period (laughs) I love (laughs) obsession (laughs) me too so if any if any women out there want to want to make a video of me and just post a bunch of pictures on the wall and carve my name and don't actually carve my name into your arm that would be that would be creepy. Uh, if you do all this, I would love you forever. It will never happen. I'll get some weird guy like, hey, dude, I carved your name right here, mom. Look at. <laughs> I'm like, I'm retweeting this, but I don't know why. <laughs> I got your name tattooed on my butt, Sean. Yeah. Cool. Right on, right on. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very awesome. Everyone should to check that out and l- listen to it. And I'm definitely going to send that out to Zach Alphen, I guess, because we're buds. Oh, you are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the right. day, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you didn't know the Hangar mo- a Hangover movie was actually about me. Your profile picture kind of looks like him in Hangover. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it totally does. It looks like Timothy McVeigh. What are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Is it the one in the purple background? Yeah, you Sorry. have the shades on, you've got your beard and your hat. All you <sighs> need is the baby in the front. Yeah, I, I that was a picture I had on Facebook, and my my friends like, here I put this cool filter. Does it look cool? I'm like, you know what? I need some ep- I need some podcast art right now, and I just wrote the horribly awkward with my stylus. Oh yeah, looks great. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I look like a criminal. You look like a baller. Ah, oh, ball. Yeah, I'm like I'm too cool to take my shades off and my beanie. It's hot outside and it's dark. <laughs> 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 my future's so bright i gotta wear shades yeah exactly yeah that's, that's the vibe i'm getting i'm into it i'm feeling it i wear my sunglasses at night that's so i can <laughs> sing it casey sing it <laughs> you sing it i'll harmonize with you oh there's a slight delay but i wear my sunglasses at night i don't know I the rest of the words Oh man, you you bailed on me. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the words. That's all I know. Oh, that's well, all I know too. <laughs> okay, let's do the beginning part then. Ready? Three, two, one. I wear my sunglasses at night. Something, something. <laughs> that worked. So that's my new music video, Vine. It's cool. Perfect. Cool. Yeah. So what? What did you you said you made a short film. You just kind of glossed over it. I mean, like, yeah, I just made a short film. Like, let's talk about that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, So I wrote this uh, little short film in college um, in Oklahoma where I went. And um, it was about Amish. It was about two girls from Beverly Hills, kind of Kendall and Kylie Jenner types, um, taking a road trip to New York, and their car breaks down in Amish country. So one of them. Sex drive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no. uh, you've seen sex drive right um i have not but oh I'm, there's amish there's amish and it's really funny yeah and the car breaks down you gotta you gotta see it dude i mean it's not an original idea in any way shape or form it was so I no, was, i'm in i'm in i'm totally into it <laughs> um so you know it's like 10 minutes long and one one girl ends up falling in love with one of the amish guys and in 10 like, minutes yeah, it changes her life perspective on things and becomes not materialistic. And the other um, just is like, well, screw you, sis. I'm going on to be a fashion designer in New York. So one learns a lesson and one doesn't. And it's just crazy antics. And it was kind of um, a proof of ability project for me in that I ha- I, I just I wanted to make something and it's really hard to do that. And I just went, you know what? I have this script. I think we can do it. Let's just plow through and make it. And we did. And um, yeah, we got into a couple of festivals. We got into the SoCal SIF uh, film festivals. I also acted in it and I was nominated for best actress. Wow. Um, yeah. So I wrote it and directed it and acted in it, which is, you know, if anyone's ever done that before, it's kind of a nightmare, but um yeah, it was it was a really good experience. I don't know how good I give good feedback from it, but it's definitely it's definitely like a uh, a master's kind of project in that it's short, it's sweet, it's to the point, and it's funny, and you'll you'll have a good time watching it. And hopefully, with that, my my hope was to build on it and make longer stuff um, and do more more comedy. So. That's what's happening, and yeah. That sounds really awesome. When, when can I check this out? It's on Facebook, so you can... Oh, I can uh, check it out. 
Yeah, you can check it out. It's on Facebook. It has its own page. It's um, you type out the word hashtag. It's called uh-huh. hashtag Amish. Hashtag. Amish. <laughs> <laughs> how do I spell Amish? I don't think I know how to spell it. A, right? A-M-I-S-H. And That's you right. know what's really funny is I've only had it up for less than a year. Um, but it has every week I'm getting, you know, views and likes on it. And they're all from like uh, Sean Yoder liked your like all of these Amish last names. And I so <laughs> genuinely was like, the Amish will never see this because naturally I did not think they had access to Internet um, on the but- DL. You're not supposed to let everyone know this is what they do on the DL. They got they got all have iPhones <laughs> and all that. stuff. You're not supposed to bl- you're not supposed to say their last names. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, no, but I, I, it's just so great. That's all. That's really that's really cool. I like that idea. I'm sorry, I was like, I was like, sex drive because there, there was like this Amish thing in sex drive, and the car was broken down. It was Seth Green was like mm-hmm. an Amish guy, and it's a that is a really funny movie. I should watch it. It's funny. I never watched any of the movies, and then as soon as I made mine, everyone was like, "Oh, that's exactly like this movie and that movie." And I'm like, "Oh, good, great." Well, well. every movie is like another movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for maybe Get Out. I, I, I couldn't no. compare that to anything. Me neither. And that's weird. Like, I didn't know it was even uh, Jordan. You know, I heard Jordan Peele, right? And I was like, oh, I was like, that must be a director. I didn't know it was the actual Peele, like Key and Peele. Yeah. And it's not comedy. I was like, this has got to be a parody. Kind of like, um, oh, who who did those, the mockumentaries or the documentaries on Netflix? They're the guys from SNL. Uh, Shh. Bill Hader. Oh, Bill Hader. Um, yeah, they went and did this mock. They did a parody mo- uh, documentary back on the um, the two old ladies who are really crazy, and they made a movie about it. Shoot, whoever's listening to this knows what I'm talking about, but I can't <laughs> remember. I don't either. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Shoot. Oh, never mind. This is a tangent that needs to get cut. No, no, it, it <laughs> absolutely doesn't. Because you know why? Google's our best friend. <laughs> Netflix, um, mockumentary, Bill Hader. Yeah. Let's say it's, uh, it's something. I don't know. There's some stuff popping up. Uh-oh. It's called it's called documentary now. It's Fred Armisen and Bill Hader, and uh, they do that in that they take these these styles of documentaries and they spoof them, and they're really good. So I kind of thought that that's what Get Out was going to be was kind of a spoof on horror movies, but it wasn't. It was actually a the horror movie and it was great or yeah thrilled. it was really good it, i mean i like the the one the one dude who's from uh uh the one guy in there from well the one main dude is from an episode of black mirror which was yes a, which was a i just really started watching that not too long ago and that show is, blows my mind <laughs> i've only seen a little bit of it but i really love it yeah every episode is like is just is just wow! I just okay. This is messed up and great at the same time. Yeah, like, exactly. yeah. That dude's in there. Uh, it's got the the girl from Girls, which I actually do like that yes. show. You like it? I well, actually, yeah. I watched that show last year. For mm-hmm. I was like, I'm I'm bored. Let me check this out. And I got sucked into it and watched like four seasons in a row. I know. I really like it too. It's my demographic, but I 
I appreciate, I appreciate the storytelling in it. And it's funny cause I, I, she plays these characters that are so irritating to me that I, I tend to be like, Oh, I hate that actress. But I, I, I have to remind myself, it's not the actress that you hate. Like she's doing her job. She's making you feel uncomfortable and that you hate this character because you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, she does a she does a great job. Lena Lena Dunham Dunham, yeah, she does a great job in that. But I mean, Adam Driver is is it's so yeah. funny. Like the first season, he's just doing the most crazy shit, and I'm like, I just saw this guy in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's great. He's really free with his acting, which I find awesome. He's not trying to be sexy and not trying to look good all the time, which is, I think what a lot of actors tend to get sucked into. And he just is there and he's in it and he's offbeat and it's great. Yeah. I got, you got to respect people just doing stuff differently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Doing stuff. Let me pull my notes. I know we got some other stuff to talk about. So, uh... We get back to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. When I was listening to the everyone, everyone, everything is awesome podcast. Mm-hmm. Big shots to you again, Kev. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a really fun show. That was actually like a lot of fun. You were, you were talking about this one thing that stuck out that I kind of remember right now. You were talking about how directors sometimes will don't want to go back and watch their old stuff because they just remember mm-hmm. all the flaws. Yeah. And it's just hard. For, that's why they have director's cuts. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know. Why, I don't know why I brought this up, but I just remembered it. And I, I, to, I totally see that. Like, because for me personally, when I put out podcasts, sometimes I, I usually tend to try to listen to them to make sure I have everything in the right spots. I've had, I've had times where like an edit shift on accident. Like if I mm-hmm. deleted something and it pulled the whole track forward, I didn't catch it, and I'm like, oh wait, yeah. that's off. Everything's off. Yeah. But I have to listen to it. But I can't listen to myself. I, I, I can't listen to myself talk. I'm such. A dumbass most of the time. That's what everyone thinks of themselves. And I that I think what I was saying was that that's what stops a lot of people from creating is, is being afraid of what the end product is going to look like or that it's not going to be what you have in your head. And you kind of have to just be like, oh, I, I accept that this is not going to come out the way it is in my head. I accept that it's going to look different. It's not going to be as cool as I thought it was, but it's better than not having it at all. Like if you were like, Oh, I just did one podcast. I can't, I'm, I have the worst voice in the world. I'm never going to do another podcast. How sad would that be? Because you're, you have a great podcast and nobody else thinks that everyone else thinks you're awesome. So it's like, you know, you can't just stop and be scared because you don't think it's as good as as you want it to be, you just have to go and plow through and just accept it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Like when I when I started, I was you know I, every once in a while I do get a little bit I get a little down on myself when it comes to the podcast. And being a guest driven podcast, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you just connect with people. It's easy to get guests and do it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I'm like like this is taking a lot of energy. Do I even want to? record a podcast this week but then i would miss out on conversations like this like this is like i like i think this conversation has gone really good and it's just it's just effortless yeah sometimes yeah. it works out sometimes it works out sometimes people are awesome sometimes <laughs> they're not <laughs> yeah i think that's with anything especially when you're 
doing creative work, it's like sometimes it's just not working. It's just not going, but you have to keep going and push through and just do the best you can because you don't know what's around the corner. Um, it might be a breakthrough or it could be another hard stretch and you just keep going because eventually you're going to hit a spot where you're proud of what you've done. Every once in a while I do. Every once in a while I have episodes and I'm like, that was pretty, that was good. That was good stuff. Yeah. I didn't say too many stupid things. Um, <laughs> I made up, a, um, in this episode, I'm proud that I made up a new like uh, get out trend. Uh, yeah. Hashtag, what was it? <laughs> it was, isn't it the new get out challenge or the something? The new get out challenge. I thought that was pretty clever. It's one thing I've I done think, in my life, clever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think uh, I agree. And I would say that you do more things than just that that are clever. <laughs> So uh, the reason I was talking about this because you you do musicals, right? So you're up there singing, and and you've lived a way different life than I have. Because when you were younger, <laughs> your your mom was a producer mm-hmm. on Barney and Friends. Yes, she was. So I I I grew up kind of a little set rat, um, always around cameras, always around scripts. My dad did live broadcast sports and then um, now has his own production company. So um, I was just super, super used to uh, filmmaking and TV and and all of that. Um, and I, I didn't ever think of it as abnormal until I went to college and people didn't know anything about movie making. And I was like, why doesn't anyone know this stuff? Um, but uh, not to say that I was good at it. Like, I just assumed that it was normal, and uh, apparently it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's what it's wildly different than what I – I mean, I grew up just very – I'm very I'm very closed in. I'm a hermit. It's hard for me to socially just be around people in person. I could do the podcast thing. I'm getting really used to this, but in person, I'm not I'm, – there's no way I could ever get on a stage and sing. I couldn't even go on, get on a stage and host, like, a live podcast. I don't know. I'd freak out. It's funny because I'm really introverted too. I I have a hard time going to malls with a lot of people. I have a hard time being going to concerts and and even if I'm going to summer camp or something, I have a really really hard time um just cuz I'm so shy. But being on stage or being on camera somehow is like an eye of the storm situation for me. I feel weirdly uh, at peace and I feel like maybe I'm in a little more control of the situation. I I don't know what it is, but I feel way more comfortable on stage with a mic than I would afterwards after the show. I, I hate, hate going out and talking to people and taking pictures and all that stuff. Not because I hate the people or I don't like doing it. I'm just so shy and awkward that it's just a really uncomfortable situation for me. I would so much rather be on stage. Yeah, that's 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 really cool though. I just I, I get it. I totally connect with that because when I do the yeah. podcast, I'm I, my mood is a lot different before I get on actually get on a Skype call than when I know it's time to record. It's like I have to if I don't do the, if I don't do the podcast, then the podcast is not happening. So I have no choice. I guess that's probably how you feel. You get up on stage like okay, I'm doing this or I'm not doing it, but it's got to yeah. you know. Like, yeah, you, like you, yeah, like you said, you can either do it if, you, if it's better to do it, and it's better to just to do it and fail than to not have have it at all. You'll never know. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
yeah. And usually, if you do it enough, you realize that it's it's fine. Even if stuff does go terribly wrong, <laughs> you, you, the the world keeps turning, <laughs> you know, and it's fine. And you live through it. And I've had so many embarrassing moments on stage, and so much stuff happen that. Now I'm not really freaked out. I feel like I can go on stage and, you know, throw anything at me and we can figure it out. Like tomatoes? Can we throw tomatoes at you? Yeah, I'll I'll jump into them and accept them (laughs) and get a part of the scene. I'll act like I've died. It'll be a whole thing. I'll become one with the tomato and make ketchup. (laughs) No, I'll catch it midair in my hand and then go into a Shakespeare monologue. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like the skull. That's what I'll do. <laughs> what What has happened that, that you say you've had some embarrassing things happen? Anything you want to discuss? Yeah. I mean, not that I want to discuss, but anything, I will. Anything um, you're willing to discuss? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my most embarrassing, I'll tell you two pretty embarrassing ones. Yeah. Um, at a talent show uh, growing up, um, I was doing a dance routine and I fell off the back of the stage because they it was a, a temporary stage um, that was like a little further from the wall than it was supposed to be. Oh. And I drowned and I fell off, off, off of the stage. And that was really embarrassing. Probably I was horrified and I'm kind of a perfectionist by nature. And I was like, I left and changed my outfit and let, and just like stormed out afterwards. So embarrassed that it had happened. Um, but then I just kept going and whatever. And then my senior year in high school, um, I was going to sing the national anthem in front of um, our basketball, one of the biggest basketball games of the season. Um, And I messed up the words from the beginning, like, oh, say, can you see, uh, or the ramparts we watched, I skipped a verse completely. And I stopped, and I was like, Miss the words, and and everyone else in the in the stadium was like, <gasps> and then one person was like, <laughs> and then everyone started clapping, and, <laughs> and I reset and I just I sung it correctly, but that was a moment that was super embarrassing. But at the same time, by then I was just like, yeah, you know what, stuff happens, it's fine, <laughs> and uh, yeah. I like to tell that story because it's it's more funny to me now um, than it, you know, than embarrassing. Yeah, that's wow. That sounds super embarrassing <laughs> at the moment, but it makes for a great story, right? Yeah, it's a great story. I'm uh, always like, look what I did. I've messed up. Everyone, look. <laughs> Whenever I, yeah, I'm never I'm never the type of person to like whole things. I I mean I've. I've lived a, a kind of shitty life. I've been through some crap. My life has been weird. And I, I'm like, why am I telling this person that? I just met you. <laughs> You're like, and yes, I'll take those two oranges as well. No, I, I feel like that's good. I feel like you have to laugh at life. Mm-hmm. It's just funny. If you, if you can't, if you're taking it too seriously then you're going to be so depressed. There's just stuff that is ridiculous and and funny. Even terrible stuff that's happened is all valuable and I think a part of life. And I think everyone's going through it. You're not the only one who's going through tough times. Everyone in their own way is probably experiencing something really hard. So when you open up about it, it gives other people permission to go, oh, 
I'm not the only one that's crazy or I'm not the only one who's dealing with that. And you kind of build solidarity, I think. Yeah, life needs to be fun, right? You got to you got to have fun. I could tell by what you're doing, you're having fun musicals. So much mm-hmm. fun. I I'm kind of like a I'm a back in I'm back and forth with the musical thing, right? I like mm-hmm. I like this. I loved Across the World, like a movie like that. Mm-hmm. Some other musicals I'm not <clears throat> some other musicals I might not be into. And I, mm-hmm. when I kept seeing everyone talk about La La Land, I'm like, I don't know if I'd be into that. But I watched it, and actually, uh, it was a great movie. Yeah. Have you seen it? I did. I did. I did see it, yes. Did you like it? I I did not like it. Ah. I know. I know. I, but I'm really – I'm weird. I'm a, I'm a theater person, so it's – I'm super picky. Um, it wasn't I, even that much of a musical. It was like very – it was very little parts that were singing. Yeah, I think that might be what I was missing. I mean, it, it is a picture of my life, and maybe it was just too close to home for me to disassociate, you know? It, her working on the studio, and I worked at a studio. It's like it was very, very close to home. And, uh, you know, I mean, I commend them for what they did with what they had. I don't think they had a ton, a ton, a ton of money. Maybe they did, but I think it took them a really long time to make it. And he really wanted to make it, and he made it. And I, I am. All right, Casey, you don't have to keep apologizing. You just popped my, <laughs> you popped my happy balloon. I mean, you're gonna keep apologizing. <laughs> no, you gotta stick with it. I did not like La La Land, Sean. I know. <laughs> I, I, this might make it worse. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm okay since I brought it up. Yeah, let's um, make it worse. I, I like worst. I was in the theater, and after the first 20 minutes I got up and walked into the lobby because I couldn't I was like so unfocused and I couldn't pay attention I wasn't just not I was just not into it um but then a couple weeks later I someone was watching it at their house and they had they showed me the end of it so I did see pretty much all of it but I actually haven't seen all of it Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Well, so, all you need to know is Emma Stone. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, lo- I love her as an actress. I loved her in Easy A. I loved her in House Bunny. I loved her in uh, Spider-Man. I loved her in, in uh, Birdman. Um, yeah, I think she's a great, great talent and great actress. Birdman, I- that was a great movie. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah, that's that's one of those movies you watch like, okay, someone's trying to do something different. I like this. Mm-hmm. Some, someone's trying to say something. There's, yeah. There's, a, like- there's another movie on, on Netflix I haven't watched, but it's called Victoria, I think. Have you seen that? Yeah, no. What is that? It's a two hour I think it's two hours and forty five minutes. It is all one take. One actual take. What? Like it's not it's not fudged like Birdman's what? fudged to make it look like it's one take. Yeah. It's one take. So I watched some of the director talking about it and he, some videos of, with him talking about it. And it's just – it's one take. I think there's like a bank robbery in there and it's, it's a lot of action. But it's all one take. And I'm, I haven't watched it because it's two hours and 45 minutes. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, will I get sucked into this or will I not? But I kind of do want to watch it because that's unique. That is so hard to do. Yeah. Like, so incredibly difficult because so many things have to go right. I can't get through – one take at all like it takes 10 takes to get one shot right you know and never nonetheless to do two and a half hours of straight 
go, go, go. It's almost like a play. Yeah, but yeah. More involved, I think, because you don't realize this, but the takes that are chosen for the final films, so many things had to work together at the same time to make it work. All of the tech had to work and the talent had to be at their top performance. Everybody had to be in sync. And it is actually really difficult to do because sometimes the performer has an amazing take and the camera is not focused. Or sometimes the crew had an amazing, you know, dolly shot and then the, the actor forgets their lines. So it's actually very difficult to do that. And so two and a half hours is really impressive. Yeah, I love that you see all that stuff, right? For me, just watching movies, I'm like, oh, if that was it, <laughs> they recorded it. They got together for an hour and a half and made this movie. <laughs> you know? uh-huh. I don't, I don't, I don't see all the. I really would like to to kind of get behind. I know a lot of actors now and, and directors would like to just go and hang out one day and just kind of watch what goes on because I don't know. I honestly have no idea. Oh, it's so interesting. It it's a lot, a lot of um, coordination and a lot of people doing a lot of different things. Even every single thing you see in the frame is carefully placed there to create an aesthetic picture. I mean, you wonder why movies look different than YouTube videos. It's so, it is like so many tiny details worth of a different lens, a different light, a different background. You know, if you watch movies, you'll see that the color palettes usually are the same throughout the entire movie. And that's by choice because it's somebody's job to make sure the clothing looks like the background looks like the color correction, blah, blah, blah. And then in YouTube videos, it's somebody just, you know, trying to record some stuff really focusing on story. And you might have a white wall here and then it's, you know, you're out in the park and then you're here. It's it's not as carefully crafted as a movie, you know? Mm, yeah, every once in a while I will catch something small. Like you'll see a scene where it switches back between people talking. And you're like, oh, wait, her hair wasn't like that a second ago. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's somebody's job. But that's because sometimes – um, maybe you record one scene on one day and then you watch it that night and you go, Oh crap, we messed up or, Oh, we need to change the dialogue. So you add it to your list of things that you have to reshoot. And then when you're done uh, with your whole shoot, you prep for reshoots and you go through your list of all the scenes you have to reshoot. And like in suicide squad, they did a lot of that. They said, uh-oh, our movie doesn't look like the trailer we caught, we cut, so we got to go back and reshoot a bunch of scenes that look like the trailer. So you're trying to match what you did in those scenes before, and little stuff like that, like, you know, how, how much cheese is on that plate, kind of... <laughs> oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, it gets lost in the mix. Um, it's actually really, really hard to do. Wow. Yeah, that's that's stuff that a lot of people don't notice. And sometimes I do catch it. You know, I try not to look at stuff like that. But I don't want to catch it like, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Her hair was <laughs> not like that a second ago. Right. Which is, yeah, that's cool. The attention to detail, it just that must be a very stressful thing. And with my podcast, I'm like, fuck detail. <laughs> I'm just, let me just. <laughs> I mean, you do a lot of detail in the editing with yeah. like effects and all of that. I mean, it's the same thing with somebody sitting there with the script. You know, making sure that your both buttons are buttoned and whatever. Yeah, so I used to spend forty-five minutes editing the whole entire podcast, and then I started doing those sound effects and the improv. And now that could be ninety minutes itself. Yeah, but I like it. I enjoy it. That's why I'm doing it. I'm sorry. 
Stop. Oh, I'm not worried. Hey, I'm the most unprofessional person. But we will start wrapping it up because I know you get you want to get out of here in about 15 minutes, so we'll make that happen. Oh, cool. Any cool. anything else you want to like talk about before we we start rolling into the wrap up stuff? Mm, we talked about Game of Thrones going to Comic Con, so that's good. I don't know if you want to talk about anything else. Uh, that's really all I have going on right now is Game of Thrones and um, Screen Rant, and that's pretty much it because other stuff I'm working on isn't really um, official yet. So, yeah. Don't you hate that? You're like, okay, this this could be something cool, but it's not official. Why bring it up? I know exactly. But. Uh, I get that way too. I'm like, get real excited about people. I I, I set things up with. I'm like, I'm not even gonna talk about it because things could get canceled, could get postponed. <laughs> exactly. But it's, I'm always excited. I'm a super excited person. Why not be? Exactly. Yes, Woo! Casey is awesome. <laughs> okay, I got a couple questions before we go. I gotta know something. We all gotta know something, Miss Casey Spivey. Yes. I was gonna say Spivey. Ah, you caught yourself. Yeah, I caught. I did catch myself, and then I had to. Then I reminded you that I was about to mess up. See, how I am. Okay. Yeah. Who oh. is your celebrity crush? That would be Robert Downey Jr. Robert, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. made a big comeback. Yeah, uh, I mostly like him for Iron Man and Sherlock. Um, I don't know. I'm attracted to intelligence, and those characters are just really, you know, smart and snarky, and I I jive with that. So there was a movie with him, and he there. It was like Jamie Foxx was like a, a music bum. <laughs> oh yeah, what was that? that? Was a good movie too. I really like that. Uh yeah, I forget what it's called. That was a good movie. It was weird yeah. because Robert Downey was like nobody liked him for a while. He was just a big asshole, and then he kind of came oh, the back. Soloist. Um, yeah, I know. He, I think he got too too cocky too soon, and then um, he started producing. I think, and then I think with intelligence plus age, uh, plus I cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> well. I think it's. Uh, I think you have to. Smart people kind of have to be like a fine wine. Like you can't be too smart when you're young, otherwise people hate you. But I think when you're older and you're really smart and you act like you know what's up, people then are like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll listen to you." So I think that might have been what happened with him. He also had a, I think, a horrible bout with substance abuse and stuff like that. So I think once he got his act together and he's married and stuff and. Now, I just like – I like the stories of him walking on set and getting the script and going, mm, nope, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I, I mean I connect with him. He's substance abuse, abuse man. We're substance abuse brothers. Yeah. yeah. This uh, that, was, that was fake. I actually never did anything like that in my life. I'll take it all back. <laughs> ten, almost 10 years clean, so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I was an idiot in my 20s. <laughs> well, dude, congratulations. That's awesome. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see what else we got. What was your very first paying? I guess what was your very first paying job? What was my first paying job? I was a I was an extra in a commercial in Oklahoma, and I was a runner. So I ran in the background of a commercial um, 
for all day. So every take I'm like running. So at the end of the day, I was really exhausted, but that was my first pain job. I think I made like $150. Nice. Just for running. I'll take it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. If you could time travel back, you had a round trip ticket to time travel to any place in time forward or backwards. Where would you go? Oh. One day. You only get one day there though. <sighs> Me personally, I'd go back and see some dinosaurs and hopefully I didn't, I don't die. I can make it back. That's cool. Um, I think I would go back to, um, maybe the fifties or the sixties. Um, I'm a big fan of, uh, of the old Hollywood studio system. And even like the Brigitte Bardot is like one of my favorite uh, icons. And I would just be a, a fly on the wall in those studios and watch it as it, as it's in, you know, it's conception because I feel like it's a lot different than we think it is. I feel like people were just <laughs> joking around and like, Oh, we don't know what we're doing. And you know, we now like iconize, uh, make it an icon, but I know I'd either do that or I would go into the future when Beyonce is president and I would, <laughs> how can I help you in your, in your campaign? And then she would tell me how I'm a vital part of her campaign I would come back to the present and make it happen. Uh, let's make that happen, Beyonce. Does <laughs> <laughs> she could stand on stage and talk about her children that she's about to have. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I'm about to have some more kids. You should vote for me, President of the United States. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, okay. So one real quick one, and then we'll get to the wrap-up. I need to know if they were going to film a movie about my life, and, you, and I, charge, I hired you to find the actor to play me. Who would you find? Who would you look for? So easy. Zach Galifianakis, 100%, <laughs> because he is funny and talented and great. And also, we talked about him a lot today and how you look like him in your profile picture. So <laughs> I feel like he would be a perfect match. He would get the, the tone of your humor, I think, and it would be a great hit. Yeah, see, I lined all this up like the Get Out movie. I'm lining stuff up for you. Just like, you're like, I called it, I called it, I called it. But you didn't see this one coming, Casey. <gasps> Let's get to the rapper. Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Wrap it up, son. Wrap it up, son. Okay, so plugging Game of Thrones the musical is now performing in West Hollywood. Um, every Saturday and Sunday night, you will see me as Daenerys, the mother of dragons. Um, we are double cast. So on Friday and Sunday and Saturday uh, mornings, you will see someone else. So be sure to grab tickets for Saturday night or Sunday night to see me perform. Um, we are extended, uh, through April. So hurry up and get those tickets cause they go pretty quickly. But if you can't come to LA to see us and you're going to Comic-Con, you're in luck because we are coming to Comic-Con. Uh, we will be performing on July 20th. Uh, July 21st and July 22nd. We currently have shows at 6 p.m. and 9 p.m., but per popular demand, if there is some, we could have a midnight show. So be sure to go to www.gotthemusical.com. That's gotthemusical.com. 
and uh, go get your tickets because you don't want to be the person who uh, wants to go when it's sold out. Uh, that's the worst. So, um, yeah, go grab your tickets. Did you plug your online stuff? I forgot. Twitter? Uh, oh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, you can also follow me at Hey Case. Uh, that's H E Y underscore K A C E. Hey Case. Um, hey, case. I, hey Case. Exactly. It's from my old boss who would be like, Hey Case, can you go grab that? And I was like, well, He was oh. like, Hey underscore Case. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> oh, my middle name, so. Underscore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, find me on Twitter there. I do a lot of movie news. Um, and yeah, yeah, a lot time. of fun stuff. She's doing all the videos that you want to watch, guys. You want to watch, and they're like a minute, so it's like, why would you not watch it? Yeah, they're great, they're fun, they're informative, they're stuff that nobody else is really talking about all in one spot, so it's great. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. And Game of Thrones to me is super confusing because there's it's just it's so confusing, but I watch it, I'm up to date, I watch every episode, but I, I never have any idea what's going on, except for like the Red Wedding, which was amazing. I know yeah. exactly what was happening. Well, that's the point. The, the show is a comedy, so it's it's making fun of Game of Thrones. Um, it's an unauthorized parody, awesome. and it's original music. Um, a lot of stuff is is joking kind of about that, and uh, it's the guys who did uh, Lost the Musical a couple years ago, um, which did the same thing. They poked fun at the fact that halfway through the show, we don't know what's going on anymore. Uh, we've lost. We uh, one of the songs is "We Didn't Have a Plotline." <laughs> really funny. Um, so basically, so Game of Thrones is kind of the same. Uh, a lot of my friends who haven't watched the show love the musical because we only do the first season, um, so it's you can kind of follow along. Oh, ah, so you get that final shot. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Did I actually put you in fire? <laughs> Um, not technically, but <laughs> we definitely have that moment, so we should check it out. That sounds like so much fun. Uh, that's in LA, right? That's It's in LA right now, mm-hmm. And yeah, going to Comic-Con and based on success, could come to a theater near you. Who knows? I'm not the producer, so we'll see. But that really does sound like a lot of fun. It is. You should come up and see it. I know. What, how long is it going until? Uh, through April, I believe, 16th. Um, can always be extended, I think, but, um, yeah, I think it's through, through April 16th. So you should, um, come along. That sounds come like, yeah, up. it does sound like awesome. I just gotta find somebody to drive me. I have sleep at me, I'll fall asleep. Oh, <laughs> take a bus. I know, yeah, bus. Why am I so afraid of the bus and people sneaking <laughs> and talking to me and looking at me and sitting next to me and putting their arm around me and kissing on me? Oh, man. Your bus experience <laughs> is very different from mine. <laughs> I go on party buses only. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, let me wrap up my stuff. So, you guys, thanks for listening. The Horribly Awkward Podcast is a part of the Hush Your Face Network, and you can go to hushyourface.com and check out the other podcasts on the network. The Tavern Podcast, Three is Comedy Podcast, The Hush Your Face Podcast, of course, and my buddy's, my brother podcast over there at The Horrible Gamers. They are also on there. You can find Horribly Awkward on Twitter, at awkward underscore podcast. 
You can find my personal account, which is at they call me Iams, and they call me Iams is also my gamer tag. If you guys want to nerd out like some grown ass kids and hang out and play some video games, just hit me up on there. I'm on all platforms, so I'm there. I'm easy to find. They call me Iams. Iams is spelled just like the dog food. Just like that. My email is horribleyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com and the voicemail is 510-600-3475. Yes, we hit the end. Woo! I feel like singing and doing a dance. Was that pretty good? That's pretty good, that right? Great. Can I be a part of your musical? Yeah. I just want to be the one going, Dragon Queen, can I hold your eggs for you? Perfect. Was that pretty actually, good? No. That was great, actually. I think you should, because um, I do, I come out like from a quote-unquote fire, and so you should uh, sing that, and then I'll appear. You How's came that? out of the fire. You were very hot. You were very hot. <laughs> you were hot. <laughs> I brought the ice, but they melted. <laughs> That's perfect. It sounds like fun. I wish I had some singing abilities. I'd be up there doing it. <laughs> Singing abilities are perfect because it's comedy. So not we're not like crazy. Uh, you're like, you're pretty pretty damn good. I've, I've we just listened to your song. And it's pretty. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's good. It's not like I just threw this together. I was in the shower singing. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening, Casey. As Gidget would say, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M and the L to the Issa. Slammer games in the house, so drop your listen. Poor with glee, backward cock flash. Merrily sock, bird telecast. Destiny doctor downcast. Carelessly squandered lamb. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. When I was an assistant, I was an assistant at a movie studio, um, my boss called me early one morning and she said, Casey, I'm really sick. You need to come pick me up at my house and take me to the doctor's office. So I look at my bank account. I have about $3 in my bank account. And then I get in my car and I have no gas. And I'm like, awesome, great. Well, I think I can make it to her house and to the doctor's without a hitch. So I pick her up. She's rolling in pain. Um, I get her all the way to the doctor's office, and I still have no gas in my car. And she goes, wait here. I'll be right back. And I go, okay. And, of course, as soon as the door closes, I freak out, and I I drive off to find gas. It's like, at least I have $3. I can get $3 of gas. And then I won't die with my boss in my car. And I get all the way to the cross section right before I get gas in my car, uh, but right before um, I get to the gas station, and my car dies in the middle of the intersection. Oh no! <laughs> yes. So these like two guys from across random places jump out and help me push my car into the gas station. I put three dollars worth of gas in the car, and my boss calls me. She said, "Casey, where are you? I have to go to the hospital." So I, I was like, I just got gas, and she was really mad at me. And I went and got her and took her to the hospital, and she had an ulcer. But um, yeah, that was a really terrifying assistant story that I was reminiscing on today. <laughs> it's always like the worst times when everything falls apart. Yes. <laughs> 
It's like, let's line up all the shitty things right now and then just make them all happen at once. Exactly. Exactly. I never told her. So hopefully she doesn't listen. You, you didn't, you just, she just assumed you were out there messing around? Yeah. I mean, that was 98% of my assistant experience was me trying to cover up mistakes I'm, I was doing and, uh, or auditions I was sneaking off to and, um, them being like, I, what is this assistant doing? Why is it taking her three hours to get coffee? You know, (laughs) me, me, meanwhile, just like, I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh yeah. That's a horribly awkward show.